Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Elaine B., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Massachusetts. Today is Friday, October 20th. Today, we'll be reading from the Big Book on page 161, reading the first and second paragraph, starting with Now This House. Today's readers are Helen B. on the 12 Steps, Amanda R. on the 12 Traditions, Janice B., Penny L.C., and Eileen M. The reference number for yesterday's 10 a.m. meeting for Thursday, October 19th, is 10,564. That's 10564. The reference number for this morning's 7 a.m. meeting for Friday, October 20th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, is 10571, 10,571. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and carry the message of recovery of the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry the message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Helen B. to read the 12 steps. Hi, this is Helen B. from North Carolina. Uh, the 12 steps of OA. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, only ask him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. Thank you, Helen B. I'll now ask Amanda R. to please read the 12 traditions. Hi, this is Amanda R., a recovered compulsive overeater in Maine. 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, 
Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. I pass. Thank you, Amanda R. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and the reader and for readers is six months. There's no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page 161, the first and second paragraphs, beginning with now this house. I will ask Janice B. to begin reading. Thank you. This is Janice B., Recovering Compulsive Overeater in Vermont. Now this house will hardly accommodate its weekly visitors, for they number 60 or 80 as a rule. Alcoholics are being attracted from far and near. From surrounding towns, family drive long distances to be present. A community 30 miles away has 15 fellows of Alcoholics Anonymous. Being a large place, we think that someday its fellowship will number many hundreds. But life among Alcoholics Anonymous is more than attending gatherings and visiting hospitals, cleaning up old scrapes, helping to settle family differences, explaining the disinherited son to his irate parents, lending money and securing jobs for each other when justified. These are everyday occurrences. No one is too discredited or has sunk too low to be welcomed cordially, if he means business. Social distinctions, petty rivalries, and jealousies, these are laughed out of continent. Being wrecked in the same vessel, being restored and united under one God, with hearts and minds attuned to the welfare of others. The, the things which matter so much to some people no longer signify much to them. How could they? Okay, so, um, all right. Um, so the lines that really struck out for me here is being wrecked in the same vessel, being restored and united under one God with hearts and minds attuned to the welfare of others. And I'll tell you, when I, when I came in to OA, my, I wanted, you know, to, I wanted to lose weight and I wanted to be abstinent and I want, I, I was only thinking of myself, only thinking of myself. And for many, many years, I, um, I, I, I didn't see in the third step prayer that, um, that, uh, Part of it is take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would, to those I would help, of thy power, thy love, and that thy way of life. 
I, I didn't see that <laughs> for so long. Wait a minute. I'm I'm here so that I can be helpful to others. Um, it, it it took years. It took years to 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 get that I'm here to be helpful to others, and that being helpful to others is what's going to 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 light up my spirit. What what I was always wanting to have this 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 spiritual energy. Um, I didn't know how to get it, and um, and it wasn't being abstinent that was going to give me that. Um, and I'm so grateful for the fellows who have who have shined the light on the path to me finding um, God. You know, to to helping me find that God deep down inside, um, and um, and so you know, it says here that it's more than attending gatherings and visiting hospitals. It's a way of life. It's a way of living that that the spiritual awakening that the steps bring you to the spiritual awakening of a change a transformation a change in the way i think feel and behave and it doesn't just happen in meetings it's it's what i practice um all day you know every day paying attention what am i thinking is that delusional thinking what's the truth and how can I be helpful? And um, and with that, a reminder. Thank you. Thank you very much, Janice. Perfect. Who would like to comment on these paragraphs today? Suji. Suji. Shannon S. Shannon S. Debbie Y. Debbie Y. Anybody else? Let's start out with these three: Suji, Shannon S, maybe F, and Debbie Marcia Y. Marsha H. And Marsha H. Please go ahead, Sue. Followed okay, thank by. Thank you. Good morning. Shannon. This is. Good yeah, morning. This sorry, is Suji. Recovered by the Grace of God from Michigan. Um, once again, coming from the Oxford group, it's not a surprise that they were united under one God. They weren't united under one religion. They were all had their own understanding of, of God coming from what they believed in. But that's how it started, and that's it's not surprising to see it. And then in we agnostics, it says too, we're you know we're, we're going to talk about God. We, we've got to. And um, we'd like to avoid it, but <laughs> we're going to do it. And here again, um, you know, we just, the more concerned about others, the things which matter so much to some people no longer signify much to them. How could they? They're all in a sinking ship. They're united uh, by what's being shared at the meetings, and what's being shared is the steps in the spiritual way Um to live your life. Um, and that was one thing I, I didn't apply. Um, I had a spiritual life, but I didn't apply it to program. I, I just, um, it wasn't until vision, or a little bit, little, little before I came into vision, that, um, that I, started to re- I started to realize that I had a lot of knowledge and I had a lot of faith, but I wasn't applying it to program. I wasn't working the steps the correct way um, according to the big book. And um, I'm very grateful for this program. I'm very, very grateful for my recovery and my sponsor that helped me strengthen it. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Suji. 
Shannon S., you're up now, followed by Debbie Y. Good morning. This is Shannon S., uh, Lake Sam in uh, Buffalo, New York. And um, good morning. Thank you, everyone, for your service. Thank you for everyone who's here. Um, the the part that really stood out to me was um, about them growing, outgrowing the house and um, and the attraction, not promotion. And um, it brought me back to, I don't know, a year ago or so, a year and a half ago, when um, I, I was feeling very lonely. I was feeling very isolated. And um, when I when I reached out, I got in touch with an amazing group of women from this program, um, all of which are uh, moms. And so we have that in common. And um, we we started a little, you know, group within OA um, for support and fellowship and encouragement. And um, then we, and thank goodness for technology now, you know, we don't have to be driving hours, you know, to cram into a little house. And, um, you know, by, with technology, we're not limited by time and space. So um, then we, we outgrew our platform that we were on because we, we, weren't, um, we weren't promoting this um, support network, but um, it grew and grew and grew. And then we had to find a different platform. And, um, and now uh, I think we're at about 50 moms um, who are recovered, recovering, maybe in relapse. We're all in different places. But you know what? We just like it said in those paragraphs, we don't have to clean up for one another, and that is uh, what this program to me is so important. That we don't have to clean up. You know, our tradition says the only desire, or I'm sorry, the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. And um, last Friday, week ago today, when I fell and I relapsed and I fell on my face, um, those those group of women were there to help me dust myself off and get back up and I didn't have to clean up before I I came and, and I so I just am so grateful for um, the early pioneers of this program the foundation and the model that they have laid out and um, I'm so grateful to be part of this and to be back on a recovery path and um, and I just uh, always keep praying that um, I will be a caring message of attraction and not promotion. So thank you so much for the opportunity to share. I pass. Thank you, Shannon S. Debbie Y., you're up next, followed by Marsha H. Thank you. Um, This is Debbie Y. from Vermont, um, recovering one day at a time. And uh, I love this paragraph, too. This is, uh, for me, such a, when I came in, such a selfish disease. And I didn't realize that over the next 27 years, I would meet my best friends, uh, whether they are newcomers or have been in the program as long as I have. And um, I love the phone meetings, but I really love my face-to-face meetings because we're there for each other. Um, you know, we're, we give rides. We, uh, When somebody's down and out, we're right there for them and vice versa. And through our higher powers, we are, um, we feel one, we're peeps. And uh, um, this was written in 1939 where it says, uh, you know, alcoholics are being attracted from far and near. I wish I could say the same today about compulsive overeaters are being attracted attracted from far and near. Um, Our groups are struggling, um, as many are, and um, there are a lot of people out there that can be reached. And um, one day at a time, every day is a learning experience. And um, I just appreciate everyone's support and um, appreciate the opportunity to be on the line today. And so I'll pass. Thank you. Appreciate you being on the line today, W.I. Marsha H., you're up next. Hi there. Good morning, everyone. This is Marsha H. I'm calling from the state of Washington. And may I be heard? Yes, we hear you just well. Thank you. Thank thank you so much, Elaine, for your service and everybody else. Um, This is the first time I have been able to uh, reach out to you all live. 
it's so wonderful. Um, and I guess ditto everything I've heard so far. And I want to share my um, what's on my heart after hearing the readers uh, read the passage today. Um, I don't have the book in front of me, but there's what I I believe I heard that there's a line in the par in the reading that says something about we're all here under one God, and if that's what I heard correctly, I my immediate reaction to that is to bristle. I have a lot of issue with this idea there is one God. Um, and what came over me after the bristle, because I have a, because of my recovery, what came to me was there, there is one God for all of us. It's the God of recovery. And I feel like I just had an aha moment of realizing a deeper step to that's my God, the God of my recovery. And this God has been unfolding recovery for me in so gently and so lovingly for many, many years. And uh, I'm very grateful to have found vision for you. It's added so much to my recovery. And uh, thank you all for helping me to recover. And I pass. Thank you very much for sharing, Marcia. So we're on page 161 in the big book, and we're commenting on the first and second paragraph, starting with now this house and ending with how could they. Who would like to comment on those two paragraphs today? Press star one to unmute. I'd like to comment, please. My name is Danielle G. <clears throat> Danielle G. Okay. Anybody else? Beth B. I'm sorry, didn't quite get the name. Beth B. Beth B. Yes, ma'am. Anybody else? Sherry KB. Sherry KB. Miriam Rifka H. Miriam Rifka. Thank you. Lane C. Was that Lane C? Yes, Lane C. Okay. And maybe one more? Jeanette so let's start G. with Jeanette G. Great. Okay. So we have Danielle G, followed by Beth B, Sherry K B, Miriam R, Lane C, and Jeanette G. And was there one more person who wanted to share? I thought I heard one more. But let's let's take this for now. We're going to start with Danielle G, followed by Beth B. Please go ahead, Danielle. Thank you very much. I am. Um... I just wanted to say thanks for everyone that's on these calls. I had another program fellow introduce me to these meetings a little while ago, and I get so much for them, from them. Um, a big part of my job involves me traveling a bit, especially in this, like, uh, fall season. And I've had these meetings with me, and I know that I've made better decisions around my meal planning and things like that because of them. And they've also encouraged me to stay in contact with others in the program, knowing that I don't have to do it alone because I've spent a lot of time trying to go at it alone. And I think some of what the reading today and, and some of the shares that I've been privy to here have encouraged me to do is to stay connected with my fellows. and. Um, I can't even explain, and I'm sure a lot of you on this call understand how important it is when we come together. And initially in the pro, I've been in the program for about seven years, and initially I had some some hard, I had a hard time with this whole higher power concept, and I still can sometimes. But some part of me came to understand the group as my higher power, and it doesn't matter what group I'm in because all the recovery combined in those rooms is a power greater than myself. And I'm just finding a lot of salvation in showing up and doing service as I can, still putting away chairs, still signing up to lead meetings, still making sure I'm taking calls and making calls as best as possible. Because I've had these moments where I feel like I've been at this for several years that, you know, I've graduated or whatever, and I've heard others talk about it more eloquently. But I, I just know that I have to keep coming back, and I'm grateful that there's somewhere that I can go and talk about some of these issues that I'm experiencing around food, around life, relationships, et cetera, and people get it. So thank you so much for being on the line today, and thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Danielle G. 
Beth B, you're up next, followed by Sherry KB. Good morning, this is Beth B in Charlottesville, Virginia. How is everyone this morning? Hopefully well. Um, the, the thing that's jumping out at me uh, at these, uh, uh, as I read these paragraphs is that we have, we do have a solution and um, it's not just about uh, the fellowship, it's also about our spirituality, which um, keeps us from the disease of thinking too much of ourselves. And I, I've got to tell you, that is so true for me. Um, when I came into OA, I I was so into myself that I couldn't, I, I mean, I couldn't even fathom how my behavior was affecting other people. Um, and uh, so just doing the uh, spiritual plan of action every day through the program by staying connected with other compulsive overeaters, I, I, I've managed to string together several days worth of abstinence and spiritual healing, which has been so vital. And um, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be here without vision. I, I have found so much uh, strength in vision. And uh, so I, I won't get too long-winded here. I just wanted to share that, and I appreciate everyone listening to me, and I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Beth B. Sherry KB, you're up next, followed by Miriam R. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, everybody. This is Sherry KB in Northern California, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you for your service, Elaine, and welcome to everybody on the line. Um, let's see, I'm going to jump in here. In the second paragraph, it talks about how, you know, it goes into this whole thing about what we do, but it says, but life among Alcoholics Anonymous is more than attending gatherings, visiting hospitals, cleaning old scrapes. It goes into this whole thing about everything. But that they, these are everyday occurrences. But, you know, what's important, too, is that we do all these things, but we also need to be helping other people um, get through the steps. Um, that it, this is an opportunity for anyone who wants this work, who wants to do the work, who means business, and it says it here. You know, it doesn't matter one is too discredited or has sunk too low to be welcomed cordially if he wants, if he need, means business. And so, you know, I get a lot of calls. It's almost like sometimes I get interviewed to see what kind of uh, stuff guide I'm going to be and if I meet their qualifications. I mean, I've had that kind of experience before. Um, but what I do know is I just I carry uh, the, the book. I carry this meaning of death and weight and that I can and be of service and get people through this big book. And to me, that's the ultimate service to me of being useful is getting people through the books. Uh, I get calls about people's food plan. They want to know what I'm doing and everything. But the bottom line is is that call and talk to me about the steps. Call and talk to me about this big book. That's what I'm here for. I really am. Um, because it, we need to put the food down in order to do this work. And, you know, another thing here, it says being wrecked in the same vessel, being restored and united under one God. You know, I think of Tradition 1, excuse me, Tradition 2, and I think of... You know, we all have different higher powers, but I love what Tradition 2 says. It says, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. So I think of one God is a loving God, period. Um, and just that also under what we have too here are the steps. And so we have the 12 steps. That's another thing that we have that is so important um, that we, we are united under all these 12 steps together we can do this and um, I'm just so grateful for vision for you it's interesting how this book this chapter is about how we carry this message because I want to carry the message and not the mess and you know we have a workshop that we're going strong with and you know if there's 4,000 people on the website that they have to purge it and redo it again can you imagine 4,000 people carrying this message to other people and starting meetings, how amazing this would be? That's what I want to see. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Well, what a good lead-in. Miriam R. will hear from in just a moment. But first, we have a special announcement from Melanie C. Please go ahead, thank Melanie. You. Yeah, thank you. Good morning, A Vision for You, 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. A Vision for You is announcing that this Sunday – October 22nd, 2017, the current membership list on our website will be 
cleared completely in order to stabilize and revitalize that list and the website. Please register again on Monday, October 27, 2017, following the directions as if you're new. And that's that announcement for today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Melanie. And thank you, Miriam, for holding on just a moment. And you are up next, followed by Lane C. Hi, it's Miriam Rescott H. in New Jersey. Good morning, everybody. Um, I just wanted to jump in and comment on what we're reading. You know, there's really, there's a lot of things here. Um, what's jumping out at me first is, um, you know, I, I don't have the text in front of me right now, but just that when we read about that, they, there's nobody who, who, who could have sunk too low. Um, and for a very long time in these rooms, I was, you know, kind of having the group support and then being abstinent for a while and picking up food and having group support and being abstinent for a while and over and over. And I remember feeling like I can't possibly come back. I'm going to be rejected. Uh, you know, they're going to tell me that I'm not serious. And I'm so grateful because all of you guys, you know, you kept telling me there is recovery. You can recover from this hopeless state of of mind and body. And it took me a while to realize, and this is also, you know, we also read about this, like it's not just about the meetings and it's not just about the food plan. This is a real program of action that we're told about. And if we follow it, we will have that recovery. Um, you know, and I actually experienced recently, I just had a few things going on in my personal life. And for a little bit of time, my program kind of became about things I was doing instead of things that I was being. Um, and I recently had an experience where I was just really feeling like um, I was just running on empty and not having that connection with higher power and running, running, running and do, 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 and this is what I need to do. And thank God, you know, I just really had the clarity, and I believe that was from my higher power, to say, Miriam Rifka, stop. You know, what do you need to do here? And I was kind of able to just connect in that moment and recognize, you know, I need to be of service. I am in this world to be useful to my higher power and to other people. And, you know, I was it was something for work that I was going into, and I just, I, I went in, I, I behaved like an agent of God, and I walked out of there, and I felt like I was floating on a cloud. And it just reminded me, when I'm doing what I need to do, and I'm being what I need to be in this program, I will not need food. I'm not going to need food. Versus in the past, when I was kind of hanging on with my fingernails and going to 90 meetings in 90 days and not eating no matter what, I kind of was literally just like, you know, one step away, one step away from picking up, and will I or won't I be abstinent today? So I just want to remind myself this is about being what I need to be in this program. And thank you all for being there, and have a beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you very Thanks. much, Miriam Rifka H. Lane C., you're up next, followed by Jeanette G. Awesome. Good morning. Hi, this is uh, Lane C., uh, recovering overeater in um, in Columbus, Ohio. And Elaine, thank you so much for your service this morning. This is a great couple of paragraphs and a great topic of conversation. Um, you know, I, I'm really struck by the, you know, the, the piece around if we mean business. Um, when I first came into these meetings, um, I was, uh, it was recommended to me by a sponsor in another program as just a way to start, like, losing weight um, and really focusing on that piece. Um, and, uh, you know, whether or not I meant business was then uh, sort of, I was sort of, uh, I guess in some ways was tested or, or asked of me when I um, started to work the steps and really started to commit to working the steps. Um, most recently, like with step nine, you know, just, um, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm willing to commit, if I mean business in this program, um, am I going to make all of those amends? Um, and I did. And then I did the step 10 and it's like, Oh gosh, I'm going to do this every day. Um, all right. You know, um, and, and making that commitment as a, as a part of, of meaning business in this program um, and, and making it not about the food, but about 
what's going on in my head, what's going on in my heart, what's going on in my spirit, um, and how am I living, you know, a life that is a, a God-directed, God-centered life. Um, and and I'm grateful to, to all the folks who comment on this line regularly, as this is uh, the, the meeting I usually attend, just because so many of you have contributed to, to um the sort of unfolding and, and revealing of what it means to mean business in this, in this program. And um, I'm grateful for all of you who have shared thus far and, and grateful for the room you, for those uh, of us newcomer folks to come in. So uh, with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Lane C. Jeanette G, please go ahead. Hi, I'm Jeanette Chi, a recovering compulsive overeater in Southern California, and um, I really appreciate everything I've heard on the line today. The reading reminded me of the fact that, or actually resonated with me, I'm always reminded of this fact that, um, you know, where I go, I can carry the message, and it's not always within the rooms, and um, I'm getting ready, I'm packing to get on a road trip with my dad um, to travel um, to a funeral, and um, I'm so grateful that my aunt, who we're going to go and celebrate her life, um, she has over 20 years of sobriety um, when she went on to heaven, and um, what a um, privilege to go and be a, a member of a 12-step program, and um, she was such a, um, a strong person in, re in her recovery area that um, the memorial is going to be at their um, Alano Club, and um, so it's just so um, comforting to me that in this highly emotional trip that I'm going on that I can um, stay aligned and like I heard, be an agent of God, um, and while I'm traveling, stay present and be aware of my feelings and and, and just, um, like I said, stay in the moment. And when I get there, like what a gift that I'm going to be able to meet a lot of the people she sponsored and um, who sponsored her. And I'm hoping to attend a meeting on either on one of the days that we're in that area um, and yeah, what a gift, what a gift that even though um, she's really the only other, yeah, I think she is, well, that I'm aware of, um, all my family is scattered everywhere, my extended family, I should say, but um, yeah, she's the only person in my um, parents' generation that embraced recovery, and Lord knows we have all kinds of isms um, throughout our family, and um, what an honor that um, I got to share that with her. Um, the common um, bond and um, and be united when we would um, talk, even though it was from a distance through media, um, that we had that connection and that, um, you know, I just get to um, stay in those emotions. I can stay in gratitude rather than wallowing in the uncomfortableness of emotional closeness with my dad and whatever feelings he's having. I get to stay connected to the recovery and um, and being agent of God. So thank you so much for letting me share. I'll pass. Thank you very much, Jeanette G. I'm going to take a moment to share, and then we'll open it up for more people to comment on page 161, the first and second paragraphs, um, just because this is Elaine B. recovered in Massachusetts, and it was four years ago that I finished my um, nine-step amends and course I continue to do them with step 10 and began taking on sponsees and my life has been transformed um, I understand why there's 4,000 people on the list right now while we're starting over with people who are you know freshly committed to the to the list and and the program and want to be available they want to have their phone number they want to be part of this community and the first miracle I saw that I was able to put down the food and then to go out and 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 to face some of the wreckage of my past and when it was appropriate to go face to face and to go make amends and then to hear the miracles of other lives restored over time and be shoulder to shoulder, arm in arm with people who are continuing to work on things with their marriage, with their family, with their workplaces, with whatever circumstances come up in their lives to be available, not just in the meeting, but to be available for 10 steps to work with sponsees to um, gather in, in small groups face-to-face -face or by phone 
to um, to carry this message into OA meetings and and um, and big book face-to-face studies as well and big book phone meetings as well. It's just such a privilege and the quality of life, the level of life, the miracles I see day to day, week after week, month after month, it starts with the food. That's a miracle not to have the food calling, ruling my life, be directing and running the show. But the relationship I have with a power greater than myself is just, it's, it's unbelievable. That is what I want more of. My disease of more is give me more of God. Give me more of your direction, more understanding of your will for my life, because what I've experienced has been better than anything I've experienced anywhere else. And the biggest thing, turning my heart, my heart and minds, all of us attuned to the welfare of others, not the welfare of Elaine. What do I want now? What do I want to eat now? What do I want to do now? What do I want to buy now? What do I want to get praised for now? Whatever it is, I can lay down my vain ambitions and I can pick up these steps and walk into this wonderful fellowship and do it all with you one more day. And I'm so grateful for that. Thank you for letting me take a, a moment to or two and a half to share, please um, let me know if you'd like to comment on these. Um, on these, We have about, about time for three more shares on these two paragraphs. Who'd like Carrie to comment? Carrie S. Joanne B. Joanne B. Eileen M. And Eileen M. Thank you very, very much. We're going to start with Carrie S., please. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. It's Carrie S., recovered in Colorado. I wanted to celebrate the World Service Business Office is helping us to carry the message with a new poster. It says, stop hurting yourself with food. And I, I purchased some of these from my, from my little hometown here in Golden, Colorado, went around, hung some up at coffee shops. And this was just like two weeks ago. And I'm at my face-to-face meeting last night. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm asking who else can hang some of these around. And this newcomer that's sitting across the table from me says, that's why I'm here. I saw one of these. I took one of the little perforated tabs off the bottom. I went to the, you know, the OA website. I took the 15 questions. I had no idea I was a compulsive overeater and, you know, and introduces himself as a compulsive overeater for the first time ever. That is what this paragraph says to me. Our hearts and our minds are attuned to the welfare of others. You know, when I first came into the program, if you had told me that I wanted to desperately spend my time working on intergroup, doing, you know, trying to carry the message in whatever way I can, I would have chuckled and been like, no, I'm just here to stop the insanity in my mind. And this program is just miraculous. It's absolutely miraculous. And so uh, if your small town or if your small meeting is too small, please consider uh, hanging some of these posters. It's, we're in the trifecta of eating holidays right now, everybody. And, and we all know how miserable it is. So let's carry the message the best we can and, and get those rooms filled up. All right, with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Carrie S. Joanne B., you're up, followed by Eileen M. Hi, this is Joanne B., and I'm a recovering um, compulsive overeater in Texas. It's so nice to be here, and thank you again, Elaine, for moderating. Um, you know, what, what really stuck out to me today was, if I can find it, was that no one is too discredited or has sunk too low to be welcomed cordially if he means business. One of the things while working this program, when I first um, was searching for an OA group and trying to find someone to to help direct me. I was very uncertain of what I was doing, what I even thought, what I even knew about myself. And um, all I knew was is that I was so in myself. I didn't come to the program, to the room to um, lose weight. I really didn't believe that could even happen. Um, I came because I was so self-centered and so, so deep in depression and in myself. And um, when I called someone, I picked that person because I had noticed their name a lot in, um, in some meetings on the online uh, OA page. 
But my, my response or the response I received was not very friendly. It was, you're not ready. You know, it was a lot of accusing type things. And I thought, okay, I'm not ready. Well, for me, that's, that um, I could have taken it um, angrily or run or um, so often I just believe what anybody says to me. And so then I was hopeless. And I had to come to a place where I could say, you know what, I don't know if I'm ready or not. And so um, someone directed me to, to this group, and um, I was able to find a sponsor. And I'm so grateful that she put up with me because I dug my feet. I, um, I really went against the goat a lot, and uh, I would call different sponsors um, and ask questions because as a homework assignment. And I know they were struggling with me too, rolling their eyes maybe. I don't know. But the thing is, is I'm... I'm it just, to me, we do have to just really um, cordially welcome people that we, we may not know if they're ready or not, and they may not be ready, but you know what? We can, we can assist them, even if it's a short time, to help them come to a ready place. We don't, we're not part of that necessarily, but um, I know I've, I've only gotten people that have been "Quote unquote," fired from their sponsors, and and I think, why am I getting people that are there? And then I realize it's because I don't mind sitting and waiting for them to fall again and then take them back, so that they can see that they're not ready, or they can see that they're not at where they thought they were, because that's what I needed. And I'm so grateful for those who have helped me. Um, there's several who have really helped me in our group, and I'm grateful for that. And uh, it reminds me of the third tradition. Reminder. Thank you. The desire to stop eating compulsively is the only thing that we are required. And so um, I'm so grateful. And thanks again for everyone on, the, on this uh, call who make it happen. Bye-bye. Thank you, Joanne B. Eileen M., please go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi, this is Eileen M., uh, gratefully recovered in New Hampshire. And um, good morning. Thanks, everyone, for your service. I, um, you know, I, I remember coming into OA, and I was very lonely and isolated when I was trying to handle the disease on my own. And, you know, even while in the rooms, I felt often very lonely and isolated. And, you know, I started listening to vision um, a little over a year and a half ago, and I was attracted by the enthusiasm that I heard and the recovery. You know, the, it was much different and stronger than what was going on in my face-to-face meetings. So I kept coming back. And, um, you know, the big book has so many sets of promises. And I, I really, you know, I, I find what we read today to be, you know, on along the lines of promises. I mean, it says, you know, being wrecked in the same vessel, being restored and united under one God. I think that's incredible. You know, and our hearts and minds are attuned to the welfare of of others. I mean, that is, God, is so beautiful. I mean, you know, it's, I'm just living a completely different life. I mean, from having, you know, the change in my attitudes and my thinking, it's just been incredible. And, um, what was the other thing I was going to say? You know, I love love the part in the big book where it says, you know, you will have a host of new friends, you know, and you will be released from care and worry. And I, I love that because, you know, it's like I just feel so at home here in this meeting, um, and I'm really grateful for the solution. So thanks so much for sharing. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you very much, Eileen. We've got about two minutes if somebody has a burning desire and would like to comment on this par- these two paragraphs. Our one to unmute if you'd like to just take a quick share. Denise, John K. <laughs> Go for it, John. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I was trying not to be. <laughs> hey, this is uh, uh, just John. John. Thank you. Okay, this is John Kiernan, uh, recovered compulsive eater. And you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about something. Well, I just love the fact that the picture of the fellowship in the house. You know, that's you, we need to remember. This is how it started in houses. I have sat at the table 
where OA started many times. And to remember, this is how it started. It started as a little group and just kept getting out the word. And if you think about it, that's we're sort of doing that with vision. You know, I've watched vision grow and grow and grow and been in Virginia Beach and then and then Newark. And we keep, I keep carrying the message and, and every every week I hear, oh, I was banging around away for years until I came to vision. And I think when you have a message and you have you have something that is it's is attached, it's almost you have to work to keep it from growing. And I think that's what's happening. It happened with AA, it happened with OA, and now I think it's happening with vision. And it's to my mind when I try and explain vision to people, I said it's not vision is not different from OA. It's OA, but it's OA I believe personally the way the 12-step program meetings are supposed to be. Not group therapy, but here to emphasize the big book, emphasize recovery, emphasize the steps. Anyway, hopefully I made it to the end. <laughs> Thanks for, for letting Perfect. me share. Perfect, John. Thank you so much. Oh, and thank you, everybody that read today. We're now going to transition the meeting by reading from the big book on page 164, A Vision for You followed by the serenity prayer. Will Penny C. please read a vision for you? Penny Elsie? Thank you, Elaine. This is Penny Elsie, a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from the state of Washington. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize that we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows, Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.